Hi everyone, I just thought I would come into my office and make a recording of a teaching I did last Sunday in a local parish in Northbridge, but the camera wasn't recording it. And so many people were looking to hear it again and hear it again as we often do, we upload it on YouTube. So I wanted to share a few thoughts on the text entitled being A Life Worth Living. And the reason why I chose that text was because the week before, we decided that we'd have an emphasis on mental illness. And we partnered with a local charity called So Sad, Save Our Sons and Daughters. And we really felt it's important that the church needs to address this, look at this, and understand the pain, the turmoil, the temptation, try to get into the, the minds of people who've taken their lives. And we had two incredible testimonies. Paul came and shared how he had three attempts of taking his own life. And we had Matt, who actually shared the heartbreaking story of how his son and his daughter took their lives. His daughter, two months later after his son had taken his life. And we learned from Paul, and Paul was teaching us that sometimes people think it's such a selfish thing and they don't realise how many lives are going to be impacted by it. But Paul was actually saying to us and reminding us that because of the darkness and the confusion and the depression, that people that come to the point of taking their life actually think they are actually so deceived, they think their family would be better off without them. They're actually doing them a favour. And there's a kind of an elation involved in this. It's almost like excitement because this is it. It's going to be all over. And it's so much deception. The Bible says that the devil is a liar. Jesus called him the father of lies and a murderer. So I wanted to share with anybody that's maybe watching this program. Maybe you know somebody that suffers from mental illness. Maybe you know somebody that has attempted to take their own life. Maybe you're planning to take your own life and somebody's forwarded you this message. I want to tell you from God himself, as a channel of God, you are worth living. Your life is special. God has a plan and a purpose for everybody's life. Everybody in this planet was created for a purpose. The Bible tells us that God's eyes saw your unformed body. Psalm 139, David writes, He knitted me in my mother's womb and his eyes saw my unformed body. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. So God has a plan for your life. And you may think, well, you know, I was an accident. There's no such thing as accidental children. There may be accidental parents, but there's no such thing as accidental children. Because at the point of conception, God created your spirit. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Your life is worth living. Mark Twain, the great author, many of you know he wrote about Tom Sawyer and he wrote so many great novels. He had a phrase 
that he said so many years ago, and I just remembered about it a few months ago, and it says this, we'll get it up on the screen right now. Two most important days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. Wow. Two most important days, the day you were born and the day you discover why you were born. Why am I here? What am I to do here? Where am I going? Questions that many people don't really ask. They just do life. They just exist rather than live the life. They just exist the life. And if you were to think for a minute and even put me in pause and think, why am I here? If God created me for a purpose, then why am I here? What do I have to do and ask those questions many people never ask that question and I was sharing with the folks last week Acts chapter 9 tells us that when Saul was on the road to Damascus Jesus turned up to him and said to him Saul why are you persecuting me because Saul was persecuting the church he was throwing people into jail he'd witnessed the first martyr Stephen stoned to death and the Bible tells us that they put all their clothes and all their garments at the feet of Saul. And after Jesus spoke to Saul, Jesus, Saul made his, said these words, Lord, what do you want me to do? Have you ever asked that question? And I was actually sharing, I remember some time ago I was preaching at a conference in Tenerife on that subject. Lord, what do you want me to do? And an elderly lady came to him and said, I've been 30 years in the church and I've never asked that question. I've never actually asked that question. I've just done church. Lord, what do you want me to do? And that's what I mean about a life worth living. Everybody has a life worth living because God created you for a purpose. Science is realising now that everything, everything that God created, the animals, the plants, the solar system, the sun, everything was created for a purpose. It's called the ecosystem or ecology, you could call it that, the study of living organisms. And you know, the science of ecosystem says this, that every living organism and living beings, including human beings, need one another. We actually depend on one another. So everything in nature has been created for a purpose, whether the bee and the eyes and the, the pollination of flowers, everything has been created for a purpose. And scientists would tell you that even mice and rats and, and spiders all have a purpose that adds value to our system on this planet, even the sun. Scientists tell us if the sun was tilted one degree that way, it would burn to death. And if it was turned one degree away from us, we would freeze to death. That God has this forensic creation and the solar system sun, the moon, the stars, the animals, the plants, everything was created 
for a purpose. You were created for a purpose. The Bible says in Ephesians that God has created things in advance for us to do. You are his workmanship, the Bible says. You are his workmanship, created for, to do things in advance that God has planned for you to do. God has planned for you to do things in advance. You are his workmanship. In the original Greek, it means poema. You are his divine poem. The Bible says every day of your life was written in his book. We recorded in the Lamb's book of life. Your life is worth living. You know, there's a lot to talk about wealth today. They say that, that maybe the wealthiest spots in the world could be the the, the, the diamond mines, the, the gold mines, the, the silver mines, the, the oil fields of Saudi Arabia. But the wealthiest spots today in this planet is tens upon tens upon tens upon thousands of cemeteries with unfulfilled purpose. People that never ask that question, why am I here? Lord, what do you want me to do? People that maybe had a desire to do something, but they were discouraged, put off, maybe get caught up in drugs and addiction, alcohol and messed up and never fulfilled the purpose for life. Paintings that were never painted. Buildings that were never erected. Songs that were never sung. Written. Music that was never written. So much wealth. Potential. Do you know what potential means? Potential means what could be, what should be, but does not yet exist. You have potential. You have greatness within you. For the God who created you, created you to be creative. God is creator. We're created. That makes us creative. Say that with me. God is my creator. I am created. That makes me creative. You're creative. You have got a life worth living. And ask that question. The two most important days of your life. The day you're born. The day you discover why you were born. And maybe you've got dreams. And maybe you've got thoughts and aspirations. And maybe you've got complaints. I say to so many people. If it's something that's really annoying you. Or something that's irritating you. And it's keeping you up at night. Maybe that's your purpose for life. Maybe that's the destiny that God has called you to do to bring correction into a situation. That charity save our sons and daughters. Families and parents that got together who lost their sons and daughters to suicide and thought to themselves, we want to do something about that. And that's what I'm trying to say. You've got a life worth living. And when you understand who you are in God, because everything starts with God, the plants, the animals, the sun, the moon, but most people don't even think of God. They just go through life. Your purpose is in God. The Bible tells us that so many people came to Jesus and says, what's the most important of all the scriptures and all the laws? Well, the Jews had 613 laws and Jesus says 
Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. He gave them two answers. Love God and love people. That's our call. God has called us to love him and to love people. And many times there are people who are suffering from mental illness, they become so uh, taken away from people, excluding themselves from people, and they become so lonely with their own thoughts. But we were created for one another. That's what the scientists tell us. Every living organism has been created for one another. How much we need each other. And you need God. You need God and you need people. And don't let people put you off with what you call us and the purpose in your life. You have to love God and to love people. And when you love God and you love people, then you will realise that God has a plan for your life and everything we do is to help others. It's the way God wired us. God wired us to help and to serve other people and not to just think about ourselves, but thinking, how can I look after my neighbour? How can I help in society? How can I change this? God has wired you for greatness. You have a life worth living. You may not think that in the moment. You may think, oh, if he only knew what I'm going through, the rejection and the pain, the suffering, it could be a divorce, it could be a lost business, it could be a lost wife or a husband or somebody that's died recently and you're asking yourself that question, is life worth living? I'm here to tell you, yes, 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 life is worth living when you discover why was I born? Why am I on this planet? And you have greatness in you. And don't be put off by the enemy. The enemy of our soul wants to crush us, wants to make us think we're useless. He's just a liar. And then when you discover who you are, you're a believer. You're not only a believer, you're a belonger. You belong to Christ. You belong to his church. You belong to a family. And you work within that family to help not only yourself, but to help others. That's what Mother Teresa had. Mother Teresa had a complaint. Poverty in Calcutta. And she went and started doing things about it, sorting things out, lifting babies out of bins. And before you know it, she's got a worldwide ministry of helping the poor. You can do the same. And when you realise that, and when you understand that your pain, that your rejection, listen, listen, let me say this to you. Painful memories can be powerful motivators. I'll say that again. Painful memories can be powerful motivators. It can motivate you to start doing something with your life. Start getting involved in the community. Don't be on your own. Don't be sitting on your own with your own thoughts because you were never made to be on your own. God said at the beginning of time, he says to Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. And he created Eve that they could be with one another. And the Bible tells us so many times throughout the scriptures, love one another, submit to one another, encourage one another, greet 
one another. All through the scriptures, you see this interdependence we have in each other. And that's the biggest, biggest lie many, many people have in mental illness. I'm not any good. Nobody wants to listen to me. How could I help anybody? You can, because you've been created for a purpose. You've been created to be a blessing to so many people in your life, and you don't even know it. The enemy has been crushing your mind and filling your mind full of doubt. That's what he does. He did it in the Garden of Eden. He said to Eve, does God really say? Did God really mean that? Does God really care? God does care. The Bible is screaming at you. This book is screaming, God loves you. All the way from the beginning, God loves you. Right down to the cross itself. Jesus on the cross is telling you, you're worth it. You are worth it. He died on the cross. He shed his blood for you. He wants you to have a great life. Your life is worth living. Don't throw it away. And if you're thinking of planning to throw your life away, just drop to your knees. I would say, under my voice right now, would you just drop to your knees? Just say a prayer and say, Lord God, would you help me? Would you come to me right now? Lord, would you save my life? And learn to love God and love people. You are made for a mission. You are made for a mission. And those painful memories, turn them to the good. And the stuff that people throw at you, use it to grow in your life. Does that make you think a bit different? Go and change your life. Don't let the enemy rob you any longer. Lift the phone, get alongside people, love people, encourage people. Do you know you could just lift the phone to somebody and encourage them? Get back into church. Get involved with people. Lift the phone. Get involved in a prayer meeting. And don't let the, the enemy tell you that you don't have a life worth living. Every life is worth living. Can you imagine? Just think about this for a minute. God's eyes saw your unformed body. God's eyes saw your unformed body. God wrote your name, the Bible says. He wrote your name in his book. Only you can delete that name. Only you can say, I don't want you, God. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want you, Jesus. I don't want salvation. I just want to do my own thing, take my own life, and think your life's not worth anything. Well, you just look to the cross. And the cross tells you, you're worth it. You've got God who just loves you. He can't stop loving you. I don't know how you think about God. Maybe you've been thinking that God's mad at you and God's angry. No, God just loves you. He can't stop loving you. He's created you to love you. I said to a young girl a few months ago, would you stop striving? Would you just let God love you? Just let God love you. Sit in your room, close your eyes and say, Lord, would you love me? And you feel his presence coming and his call on your life. 
and has touched in your life to say, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That's what the Bible says. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I will never leave you nor forsake you. If the mother would forget the child in the womb, I will never forget you. I've carved you on the palm of my hands. You have a life worth living. And that's why we wanted to address the stigma and the silence you know, attached to mental illness and attached to people who are struggling with depression and antidepressants and maybe addiction. And You still have a life worth living. Don't you let anybody tell you that you're not worth it. You're worth everything to God. You're worth everything that he gave his only son. The Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. God has a plan for your life. You belong. You were made for a mission. Don't give up. God bless you.